crap. It's another glorious episode of The Cultured Guitarist. My name is, oh no, I didn't think of a nickname, Al. <laughs> With me as ever is, can't believe he finally forgot the damn nicknames, Casper, and our good friend, am I going to get one too, Asher from Caulfield Cables. <laughs> <laughs> glorious recovery, buddy. Glorious recovery. Love it. <laughs> Welcome back, Asher. Hey, how's it going? Very good. Uh, I'm a little <laughs> off my rocker today, but I'm I'm good. I think Casper's good. Casper, those shorts are tight. And uh, are you liking it? It's a little. Do you, do you want me to? There's an attention focusing area, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to get distracted. Well, I know, right? <laughs> you learn new things about yourself as you get older, I guess. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're oh, off the boy. rails already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, all right, I'm going to get comfy here. Yeah. I'm taking the hat off. The Bushman hair is coming out. I love it. Dude, yeah. it's how it's woven around your it's, headphones. It's I know. Glorious. My hair is crazy right now. Yep. I've got COVID hair plus going on. <laughs> <sighs> I thought I was balding, but it won't go away. <laughs> hey, careful what you wish for, man. This is not a, a fun look. You know when what? it gets unkept, okay. my hair, bad. my this this McDonald's arch on my forehead with my widow's peak here, this happened when I was like 22, 23. I thought I was going to be bald by the time I hit 30, like just Picard at best. Yeah, yeah. No, this is where it stayed ever since. <laughs> I keep expecting like, all right, I'm almost 40. It's got to be any day now, surely. No, I still got to, if I don't get regular haircuts, I look like an absolute nut bar. <laughs> <laughs> I think of uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yep. No, that's what I'm. Yeah. So I'm gonna die. I'm gonna look insane. <laughs> I don't have that quite villainous face that Nicholson's got going on. I'm no. sure with a little work. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams can come true. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's kick it off. What's been going on this week? Casper to Asper, hit me with it, buddy. Okay. Um, not a ton. I'm going to be real, be real honest here. Uh, just been super busy with other stuff. But uh, I did come to a realization the other night. Um, you don't well, have nights. No. I have just, <laughs> just days that blend all together. But I was doing something. I think we were gaming until late. And then was still awake after we finished. I was like, you know, I'm going to play some guitar now. So I played for guitar for about an hour and, you know, the studio is pretty much soundproof, but I actually forgot to close the basement door. Mm. So it's now one something in the morning and I'm, I'm just wailing down here. And, uh, <laughs> uh my, my partner, I guess I woke her up and she, um, I don't, I haven't been playing much and like singing and like really just letting it go. And so she's, I guess she stood at the top of the stairs and listened for a while and, and was like, kind of happy about me waking her up in the that middle of the night. Poor, idiot, wonderful human actually loves you. I know. She's not an idiot. She's brilliant. Well, she loves you. I mean, <laughs> is that what... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it was during that time, that like practice session that I was going, and this is the, the kind of the, whatever you want to call it, the epiphany I had, was practicing and when you do something that isn't right or you mix something up you know we all do it when we're trying to concentrate on a new thing or I, no i'm a perfect yeah i know that 
Right. You are flawless. My guitar hero, Al. <laughs> so, but the realization was that just keep playing. Just keep, just forget you, you screwed it up and keep going. And it actually was kind of like, I don't know, I'm sure everybody's come to that realization at some point, but that was the moment where I was like, well, you know, maybe it's just keep going and don't stop. You know, stop and go, oh, okay, what was that line again? Or whatever it is you're working on, just keep playing and work it out on the fly. Um, it felt really good to to do that. So I think that's, uh, you know, <laughs> quote unquote pro tip. Um, just keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Aside from uh, like we were talking about earlier, I, uh, we got this big, what is this thing? This is a PV. It's, uh, you know, I... Hesitates. It's it's from that era of PV where everything weighed eighty thousand pounds, had that really rugged black Tolex on it, and the silver yep. aluminum stripes down everything. Yeah, it's the like the Centurion Mark III series. Everything. This thing, this is standard. Yeah, standard Mark III series. So Nineteen seventy-eight is stamped on the 70s, thing. I think yeah. I had to scrub a bunch of somebody's <laughs> black chalk paint off this thing. I'm not sure where that came from or who did that but it is a rig of doom curse you yeah so this big cab that this head is sitting on is like an 18 inch black widow but every somebody went over it with this stupid black paint so i've been like scrubbing at it to get it back to kind of is that an, is an 18 yeah it is large yeah yeah so this <laughs> the samson monitor beside it's a 15 that thing's a beast oh you're right yeah you're right you're right yeah that's a, that's, so it's a 118 cab with a self-powered 210 on top, on top of, of it. it and then this 90,000 pound head yep so anyways i've been been scrubbing all the paint off of that thing just to make it get it back to an, uh, its original luster and uh, yeah <laughs> it's original luster that is its original luster by the way yeah pv sent those things out of the meridian mississippi factory covered in like bong water and spilled beer <laughs> <laughs> just, is there, there is there is a big ready to go stain off to right on the top of that to be like shoved underneath a drummer when he forgets his drum throne that's those <laughs> <laughs> exactly perfect yeah that was hartley pv's original design just yeah <laughs> bong water and spilled beer <laughs> that's about that. right we run out to the parking lot and grab somebody's ashtray out of the camaro and just <laughs> <laughs> Tip it in those, yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> That's what those speakers are made out of. Just pressed cigarette ashes from every Camaro rolling out of the lot in 1978. <laughs> Great. That's, that's where you get that tone, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're cleaning up the princess there. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, man, I like it. It kind of... Well, it used to sit over there in the back of the back of the basement and kind of hidden out of the studio. And mm-hmm. whenever I, I kind of oh, and I revamped the studio. I shrunk it by eight feet, so it's a, yeah, it's a little more compact. Really brings out the smell of the place. Thanks. No <laughs> <laughs> wow, just kidding, just kidding. I think that's the PV actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, whatever. Bong water beer combo really does it for you. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, uh, that's about it. Kind of rearranged the place down here a little bit, made it tidier-ish. <laughs> oh, it looks yeah. nice, man. I, I'm liking it in here. You've cleaned the, the thing I've noticed the most is that you've like semi cleaned up all of your pedals. Yes. Yeah, they were just getting. Yeah. They were getting everywhere between your pedals and all the ones that that uh, the culture guitarist has to test out and stuff. <laughs> it was getting a little bit 
It's getting a little weird in here. <laughs> but, yeah, so a little bit tidier. Um, I have to cha- take all of the multitude of Caulfield patch cables off that chair. Yeah, it looks like a little bit of a snake farm over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a thing. Did you... Did you spill water on them? Are they like gremlins? No, they're feet. Is that how you make new cables, Asher? <laughs> I, I, Just put water on them after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> or feed, feed them after midnight. Feed, feed them, them after, after midnight. midnight. That's when they go evil. Uh, it's like yeah, yeah. You, you breed them by just flipping them with some water. Yep. Yep. And just they get, you've, you've learned the secret. You just get them wet, you get more. I mean, I don't like to advertise that because then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you see the people running out to. Their coffee cables to the lake. They're chucking ah. them in the lake. <laughs> like, I need to have a new pedal board. Let's dump them in the water. Let's make more. <laughs> <laughs> One way or another, if you dump your cables in a lake, you will get there more. There will be more cables getting made. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. <laughs> I see how you're marketing this. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the pour motor oil on your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <Ads. true>. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you been up to this week? Is that your. Yeah, that's it, that's man. That's it. That's the sum total of Casper's week. Yeah, very lame All right. Well, let's kick it over to our guest. Hi, what have you been up to, Asher? So much. Um, complete opposite. I've had a. Uh, plethora of time on my hands lately besides making cables um so been kind of uh taking new gear on board testing things out and so yeah let's see um what did i do so i bought a new acoustic guitar because i have always had like garbage acoustic guitars not gonna lie like anything under a hundred dollars pronounced washburn (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and there goes any of yeah, that ad revenue. Yeah, just, um, yeah, or like the uh, and said the first thing. act or uh, something. I know. <laughs> Why did I say that? Why didn't I go? Th- oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, first act. I think is the 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 lesser of two the evils. The lesser of two evils. There. Um, either that or Alvarez, but you know that's. Oh, you know I, I I no I wouldn't go with Alvarez. I had an Alvarez that was a, a Japanese one that. Uh, Originally cost like twenty six hundred bucks. This thing, like, yeah, it was a really nice guitar. But. I remember, like, um, w- in our guitar, like when I was taking guitar in like junior high or high school or whatever, when I was learning guitar, and I think that's all we had was like those cheap, like Alvarez, like learner guitars that you get for like a hundred bucks or less that schools <laughs> just stock up on. So, and I know they make like really nice guitars, but like when I th- see the name, that's like what associates is like those really bad tough to play learner guitars from Alvarez, but yes. Um, yeah. So I bought myself a, a Gretsch Rancher Falcon jumbo acoustic guitar. And so I picked it up in a guitar store and was kind of like, Oh, this is, this is coming home with me. So yeah. So finally got one of those, um, as far as music stuff and then, um, uh, pedals. I got finally picked up the, um, OPFX uh, Cometa, which is an envelope chorus vibrato, which has been really fun because you just it picks up the the envelope picks up by how like hard you're strumming your guitar and it'll adjust the speed and depth. Um, so it's a really versatile like say it takes chorus to a completely different level. So that's been cool to experiment and play with. And then I commissioned a new guitar. Had a new getting a new guitar built for me. So that's been, <laughs> whoa, do, whoa, do tell me. <laughs> do tell into the details. So I have been eyeing a Walsh 
guitars bar <gasps> for oh. uh, ages. Here. Ages and ages. I am in love with him and his work. Oh, I'm so uh, happy for you. And Drew. Yeah. Drew has been on my like radar. I've seen his been following him for a while, and it's just like every time it puts out a guitar, I'm like, you know, I'll either repost it to Caulfield or my personal account or whatever. I'm like, I love his stuff. And then finally he posted like a semi-hollow barra, and I'm like, okay. I need to reach out to him finally. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, what do I need to do? What's the process? So walk through a whole process. So, um, yeah, so I'm getting a, having him commission, commission him to build me a, a solid body, solid body bara, um, with some Gemini gold foil pickups and, uh, do some Berg bridge and, Kind of gave him full, full like gave him some color schemes for like what colors I like, and then he gets to kind of how he wants to do it. And dang, oh dude! My gosh, <laughs> dude, uh, that's so it, sick. Uh, you know, I was finally like, I can't, I can't not have one anymore. And it, this will probably be my, like, this is my guitar that will be like. I will not buy any more. You know, there'll be always be guitars for like photos for pictures and you didn't stuff like even, that. You didn't even finish that sentence. I know. I, didn't it? <laughs> no. Didn't You're it? like, I won't buy any more. And it was this. <laughs> and then, yeah. Because I knew I couldn't lie. Yeah, I had to just be like, I know that will not be true. But as far as ones that I'm going to play all the time, yeah, this will probably be it for a while uh, on there. Yeah. This, listen, I this is not to disparage any other guitar you own. But this is one of those guitars you buy, and it's like, and now my other instruments feel a little bit like dumpster fires. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is what I'm expecting to happen and be like, oh, I thought this was nice, oh, but. So cool, dude. Walsh guitars are, I want to get him on the show so bad. He, he's he's one such of those a fantasy builders for me. I'm right there with you, man. Except yeah. I'm impoverished and can't buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I forget even what like turned me on to him. Like he puts posted like something came across my feed a while ago, and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, there's just something something special about his guitars. There's something different. He's got a different style and aesthetic to it, and it was just something about that guitar he posted. It was eh, a month or two ago, and I'm like, okay, that that pushed me over the edge. That's uh, I'm super psyched for you. There is a spider dangling down from the ceiling that. Casper's now making friends with. Hey, <laughs> what <are you> do? <laughs> we share a home. It's I, yes, you do. <laughs> Your roommate clearly wants something from you. Yeah. Oh man, Asher, <laughs> that is off the charts cool. So he, so he's just doing whatever he wants, finish wise and stuff. Yeah, so I gave him some ideas. Start, like I gave him like colors that I wanted. You know, so I set some ideas for colors. But I, I'm not one of those people that like I have ideas for colors, but I trust his work. I mean, I haven't anything he's posted or put out. Like I haven't been like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like it's, it's always been like, Oh yeah, I could do that. I could see that. I could rock I, that. I, all that. I, see, so I I'm love like, everything he does, but I'm still one of those people that's like, do not put heritage cherry sunburst on it. Do not like, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm like 
<laughs> yeah, no, so it's it's going to be like I picked the colors as far as um, the paints and, you know, some sparkle. There's there's going to be some sparkle yeah. as, yeah. as Just, anything. I, I'm, I'm some sort of scrolling sparkle. through these oh. and it's like, man, some of these look, the backs are like, man, that thing has been glitter bombed. Hard. Oh, yeah, there's a few that are like uh, lots of glitter. I'm yep. not going to go that much glitter, but uh, Dang. I don't mind a little bit of sparkle. <laughs> uh, there, yeah, no, there's. When you're when you're getting into that kind of level of quality metal flake jobs, oh, there's no such thing as too much. <laughs> yeah, just hit me. I want to look like I went down the deep end of Coachella. Hit me. Looks <laughs> 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 just oh, so good. Oh, I'm so yes. excited for you. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna so come visit you. <laughs> and come down to Cali. You can play. I mean, you know, I'll put a lock and key on it. and <laughs> He'll let you, know. you look at it That's, in the glass yeah. box. <laughs> right. In the box. Just yeah. really hurtful. Just, just all sorts. Get your filthy meat hooks off that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, been, so that's been my personal music life as far yeah. as things that I've been doing um, musically. And then on the Caulfield Cables kind of things, we just launched our... Uh, HD series cable, which has been very well, re like the reception of that has been amazing. And like, I personally have switched out everything on my board to like, as far as the cables I use to the, using these HD series um, cables. I mean, they are just, they're killer on there. Uh, all right. So, oh man, last time I did this with you, I wound up hating every cable I owned. What? <laughs> Walk me down the path here, man. Tell me, tell me why I need to replace all my Caulfield cables with HD <laughs> Caulfield cables. <laughs> so, uh, uh, our HD series. So, um, I think last time I was on, we talked about our, our our basic, our standard series, our classic series cables, which is our using you know Van Dam Prograde XKE cable. Awesome cable. Nothing wrong with it. It's a great cable. Um, no problem. Difference between that and the HD series is so the HD series. Um, you know, we get in contact with um, Sommer Cable out of Germany, um, and they make a, a cable, an HDC, or their SC Spirit low loss. So our, our classic series cables, it, we talk about like picofarads and like your resistance in those. The classic series has about 27 picofarads per foot on there. These new HD series cables using the Sommer Spirit Cable has 15 picofarads per foot. So lower capacitance, they were designed with studio usage in mind. So the clarity is insane on there. It is noticeably different on, on the cables. But the amazing thing with it is even on something like with bass, if you're you know using it on bass on there, your low, your low end still has all that punch on there. So you're still, a lot of like the low capacitance cables, sometimes you'll get a lose a little bit of low end. Not with these. I mean, you are punching through a lot of our artists that um, have used these on their base rigs. They're just like, I need every single one of my cables to be these now. I mean, the low end on it is insane. So you're really getting um, some low capacitance on there. And it's the, the, the feel of it, how easy it is to wind. Um, it's extremely twist proof on there as well. That's one thing Sommer's done a, a really well at designing um, with their gas injected foam on the inside there is it's extremely twist proof. And so it's easy to cable up end of a gig or wherever you're at playing in the studio, whatever just winds it right up. Um, it's just a fantastic, fantastic cable. Cool. 
Well, Niche? so I just um, got I just, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, bro, we just talked about this. I just got an entire board plus <laughs> future proofing myself. And you've done this to me now. <laughs> your board is fine. Your board is good. Like your yeah. cables on your board, you're going to be a fun on that with those patch cables um, on there. But yeah, cables on both ends, you know, going in and out of your board. Um, I've noticed a huge difference um, plugging it on my little acoustic board I've been playing around with since that's really all I've been playing lately. Um, definite difference on those. Cool. Well, yeah. Hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more later. Oh, no. <laughs> you have my phone number and an email. Oh, no. You know yes. where to find it. Yes, some do. Oh, some no. do Wait, like you have his phone number too? I just got him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> just goes Wait, to what? show no. that I am better friends with Asher than you are. No. Why are we talking? Like, I don't know. <laughs> are we doing the rest of the podcast in these voices? Please, um, no. <laughs> Please, no. Uh, I don't know if I could keep that up. Oh, you know, it <laughs> would be, be inconsistent yeah. and muddled and offensive to the British people. <laughs> <laughs> just, and then our friend Sparkles would never, ever, ever let us live it down, and she would be doing her horrible British yeah. accent for every time we talk to her. Yeah, we can't have that. No, bless her heart. She's the best person ever. Terrible doing accents. Yep. Accents on planet Earth. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm with you. Yeah, I love her, but she can't do that. No, it's that. It's that. Awful We're gonna get thing. a phone call. Oi, governor! It's, it's that <laughs> accent. It's bad. Just like, oh it's no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Wednesday, we're gonna get a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not because Wednesday. It, oh this, my, this, oh this no! This episode comes out in another week, so yeah, this, yeah. she's not gonna hear this for a bit. <laughs> Anywho. I haven't ever played one of those uh, Gretsch Acoustics. I've played the, I don't remember the name of the series. They made three different versions of it. It was like a smaller body, mm -hmm. and it had like cowboys getting kidnapped by UFOs or something on it, and like a pinup deck <laughs> thing. Wow. Little, I, I don't remember what they were. They were they were not expensive Gretsch Acoustics, and they sounded yeah. okay, but they were really all about the look. Um, Some of them came with a Bigsby-like... Um, Tram on them. What? Oh, yeah. I'm looking really? At, yeah, I'm a looking at one. Acoustic. The 5034 F TFT Rancher with a Filtertron pickup and Bigsby tailpiece. It has to be more of an electric. Bro, than... do you want me to send you the uh, the thing here? It's on reverb. I Yes. I, okay. I don't disbelieve you. I'm just like, that has to be more of an electric when you look inside of it than an acoustic. Because that seems bananas. It's it's a little, it's a little odd. Oh, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> that is very strange. Oh, the collection I was thinking of, by the way, is the Gretsch Americana collection. Oh, sorry, not a fit Filtertron, a Fidelitron. Um. So yeah, uh -huh. there's the uh, Sundown Serenade, the Showdown, Way Out West, and the Sweethearts, Wild West Sweethearts. That's the those that the Americana collection. I've played those, mm. and then I think they also make like a uh, a really affordable resonator style guitar that I've played one of. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably the box car. A friend of mine's got one of those. He leaves it here sometimes. Yeah, 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 I like yeah. that. Yeah, 
And oh my gosh, this is <laughs> Th- that is a this is a interesting this guitar. Is, st- is that what? what you bought? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I know that. Okay. <laughs> I wow, Gretch. Right. Okay, so there's. I see the. Okay, so it's got electric strings on it. Uh huh. Okay, so the so the electric strings tell me it's going to be under way less tension. So that top could could do the whole vibra bar thing. I was thinking an acoustic strings, an acoustic with acoustic strings. Well, I mean that's going to be a, a that's going to be a, a like a block mounted. Yeah, I'm sure. That, I'm sure there's a block. Well, there might not be a block under there, but it might be just a little. You know, the bracing might be different. Yeah, that's well, a like neat a floating tailpiece. This is weird. I want to play one of these, man. There yeah, was not, one, there like, was one for sale around here. Like a buddy of mine just about bought it, and then he bought a uh, SG or not SG uh, Les Paul Studio instead. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to. It. I mean, it doesn't. It it's not. Yeah, you know, it's not it, bad. It's just I. It, when I first saw that picture, I'm like, that is. I think it's the pickup throwing off at at most <laughs> really? than anything. As like opposed why? to the Bigsby on the acoustic. Well, this is true. A Bigsby on acoustic is kind of a strange, <laughs> strange thing as well. But because huh. it's got the very Chet Atkins uh, bar on there too, kind of this is a mix mash of a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. This top is doing zero resonating. Like, <laughs> there's no way. Like, like I'm that's not what, saying it's a bad guitar. I'm, that's not where I'm going. But it's got a freaking Bigsby with the big old tailpiece on the end of it. Yeah, slung across the top. Like and. Then you got full on electronics, and you gotta you gotta have some extra bracing under that saddle. That top is not doing a lot of resonating. What's doing the resonating yeah, no. is, is the chamber, the fact that the body's hollow. Hello. Yep. I mean, the, <laughs> this is this is a hollow body electric guitar that is sporting a sound hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I really want to play one though. It <laughs> seems like it's three football fields long, doesn't it? Uh, I'm not getting a good sense of. Uh, uh, it just seems its really length because of when you've got like two but... inches between, or you know, inch and a half, two inches between the pickup and where the pickup is, that the neck stops and then the sound holes is like, that's a weird, weird guitar. It might be. It might yeah. be long. So when I when it's... I type in Rancher, that's what I get. Okay. But if I go this. Uh, way. yeah, fre- <laughs> uh, fre- Rancher Falcon or oh, Rancher uh, Falcon. Falcon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd really like to play one of one of your the model same model as your acoustic Astro because it looks really cool and oh, yeah, yeah. I, the only Gretsch acoustics I've played have been you know the entry level stuff and and those were they were wrong they were just they they were doing what they were supposed to be they were entry level guitars yep, yep. nothing wrong with those not yours, gonna complain yours looks like I, that guitar is going to a wedding what color is it uh, I got the black and gold nice nice yeah classy not that the white one's not classy, but uh, I, dig no. the, I dig the black one. Yep. Cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Weird. Now I'm, now I'm, now I'm like a kid at Christmas. Instead of visions <laughs> of sugar plum fairies, I got visions of only a rancher with Bigsby on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I'm not kidding. There was one nearby, like in, in our town for sale. Was nine hundred bucks or a thousand bucks? Neither of us bought it because, yeah. well, okay. I mean, I know why I didn't buy it. You're a heathen who 
No, I own really nice acoustic guitars. That might be a really nice acoustic. You don't might know. be, but I don't. I can't go spending a thousand dollars on a really nice acoustic guitar that I'm sure isn't as nice as my guitars I own. <laughs> Bigsby or not, you might as well be talking that upper crust British accent again. <laughs> Bigsby or I not, dude. Buy <laughs> this acoustic. <laughs> hey, Casper, what type of acoustic do you have? I for, I, I know you've talked about it before, but I. Um, I can't remember on it's, there. It's uh, Kronbauer. Is the, is okay, the that's right. okay, that's yeah, right. That built it. Them, yeah. I should say them. Because there's a couple of them. Very cool. Um, Well, this week, I... Thanks for asking, everyone. Oh, Al, <laughs> what are you up to this <laughs> week? Al, what, what did you do music this oh, week? Oh, you guys. Did, you know, that's <laughs> little old me. Are um, we still doing that? Oh, we're still doing that, yeah. We don't have much of a plan this episode, so this no. is kind of a hangout and enjoy the podcast episode. We don't always, uh, well, we never have a plan when we interview, but, you know. Yeah. For a, for a less interviewee episode, we don't even have a theme. Anyways, um, I have been kind of, I, I, I shamelessly just drooled on myself. Uh, that was fantastic. I watched it. Yeah, no. That has happened to me when I've been playing guitar. Most often, but uh, it just happened to me while I was doing nothing but looking at rancher pictures on my phone. And now we're talking about it on the air. So uh, thank God I'm already married. (laughs) 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 Oh boy, my yeah. (sighs) This my Tinder profile would look like a barren wasteland. (laughs) I don't know how Tinder works. Uh, Anyway, um, this week I have been kind of doing a bit of a purge. Of some stuff, mm. um, both as a couple of reasons. One, I'm just uh, my wife and I are not in our own space right now, and I just have too much stuff, and I am just not in a place where I can be a pedal collector. So I'm trying to wheedle things down to. Uh, I don't know if "wheedle" is a word, but whittle, uh, whittle. Uh, yeah, that's I'm, the word you're no, after. No, I said "wheedle." I didn't want to say "whittle." Okay, but I know that's the ter- proper term. But, uh, <laughs> Excuse me while I put on my black leather jacket because I don't do things the proper way. Um, yeah, I'm trying to trying to I'm trying to just get a little more control on the amount of stuff I've got kicking around. Um, so I unloaded uh, some stuff that some stuff hurt a little more than others to get rid of. But yeah, so I unloaded some some stuff that way, and also just because you know I haven't worked in quite some time. Thank you, COVID nineteen. And I really just, you know, I need money <laughs> real bad. Um, so, I, yeah, I sold uh, Dr. Scientist Tremolescence. Mm. Um, I sold one of my Shoneswood Grub Drives, which was a sad day for me because I love Kevin and I love what he does. I sold my Demodash T120. To our guest, <laughs> who was all over that like white on rice. And you know, it was funny. I asked Al, I'm like, geez, Al, I haven't got a chance to play that T120. You think it'd be all right if I played it before you sent it away? And he's like, I don't know. I'll ask Asher. You think I saw that pedal? <laughs> nope. Sure didn't. That that died with the best of intentions, along with my intentions to send Asher some stickers. Because <laughs> like, I didn't send stickers either. Uh, I did get to hold it though once. You did, yeah. yeah. It looked pretty good. It did. 
<laughs> Look good, felt good, heavy. Um, I know? sold, I sold a, uh, another reverb pedal I had, um, and I got a few other things I'm gonna be unloading as well, uh, which makes me a bit sad. Oh, you'll but, notice. Uh, well, I won't notice. I don't. What, know was, what, what was sitting here for like a year? I have no idea. That wash or that uh, Westbury drum kit. Oh, you got rid of the drums. Where are all the drums? I sold it. I sold the black ones. Oh, where's the other drums? I'm storage. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Kyle doesn't come around anymore, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm, well, sh- I'm that, not sure why. I'm but glad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that, so I, I, I sold that. I'm going to be selling some more stuff. Because, um, again, I still need money. Mm. It turns out I cannot live without money yet. Um, and then uh, I also got an anodized, uh, well, not anodized, just a brushed aluminum pickguard for my Jazzmaster in which I totally forgot that I ordered off eBay a while back. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, mm-hmm. And it happens to match my Swope Descendant Tremolo. So that'll be cool, and it'll help shield the guitar from noise. It definitely does look good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll, it's really going to change the look of that guitar going from the tortoiseshell pickguard to... Oh, yeah, for some reason I thought you'd already gone to that gold. No, I'd still... Uh, I like anodized gold pick cards on especially on jazz masters uh it's just such a classic late 50s fender thing but finding a replacement one that isn't 200 dollars and or way too like yellowy gold yeah is difficult it's almost like a brush kind of yeah like i don't a, want to say copper because that's more red it's but. just a, it's a it's a pretty pale gold that I, yeah. that I was looking for and uh finding that for well, I could find it, but it was always like 200 bucks. Yeah. It was really expensive. Um, and anything less than that was like just hideously yellow, and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when the Descendant trim showed up and I saw the, how obvious the brushed finish was, it was kind of like, well, you know, I know of a $20 Jazzmaster pickguard on eBay that is brushed aluminum. I'll try that. So that's that's where I got that from. And uh, I'll install that. I don't know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wear out my strings first, <laughs> and then I'll yeah. install it. <laughs> well, because you're going to put the neck shim in when you do that too, right? Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, and I didn't. Rest- I only restrained it like not too long ago, so I'd like to put some hours in on the guitar <laughs> before taking it apart again. <laughs> um, but I did, as we talked about last episode, I did do the repair on my Gibson SG finally. I want to get a status update on that said um, repair. Yeah, so yeah. that terrified me. I, I got to be honest. It. Doing my own headstock repair absolutely terrified me. I've done a lot of Luthery work. I've built custom guitars. I've never done my own headstock repair, which is a little insane for a guy who's built custom guitars and sold them to people. Um, that's usually people start out in repairs and then go to anyway. I did it backwards. Um, so I I. I had some advice, and if I've screwed it up, which I don't, I think it's okay. Uh, If I've screwed it up, it's not because of the advice I got, it's because of me. But I had some good advice from Stephen of uh, Honey Tea and Maplewood Guitars. Um, He he wrote me with some pointers and stuff, and he found out what I was doing. Who, and by the way, he is a great guy. Mm. I cannot afford one of his guitars, I've never paid him a cent. He has bought all of my music. He's donated to things I've done. 
He's just stepped in to offer advice when he can. Like he is just a stellar dude. I we got to get him on the show sometime. Um, he makes killer guitars too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he kind of gave me some pointers and stuff. And he, he's like, you know, get a syringe, really water down the glue a little bit, so you can get it right in the back of the split and stuff. And then uh, I said, okay, Stephen. And I couldn't find a syringe, so I didn't do that. And uh, I did water down the glue, and took some uh, artist paint brushes that I bought. Um, from the dollar store that were really, really, really fine and thin. So I was able to get the glue really far back in there, and then I took full-strength glue and got that in there as well. I was under a little bit of time pressure doing this repair, though. Um, I could not find tight bond Mm. anywhere in town in sizes less than, like, two gallons. Right. And I needed about a tablespoon yeah. <laughs> uh, so what did you end up using because i've got a pretty good wood glue here i bought oh crud what is the stuff i bought i would have to double check i bought some it was like it was uh, maybe elmer's or something like that it was a wood glue but it's it's operating time was 10 minutes to an hour <laughs> i was like <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i didn't document anything I like I was just like I watered this down the stuff I needed to get watered down, get away in the crack, and then I used the full strength stuff to coat the inside very evenly, and then I got it all clamped up, and I spent three minutes cleaning up any glue that squeezed out with wet napkins, and then I took a picture because <laughs> mm-hmm. up until then I was like, this is gonna stop. I got I don't have time to be like now I'm gonna do this step and take an Instagram picture. It was just I. That's where it was like, oh, the headstock froze slightly open because uh, <laughs> I was too busy documenting my progress for Instagram likes. Uh, so I didn't get a good documentation of what I did. But I glued it up. I left it for two days. And then I took the clamps off, and I left it for another two days. <laughs> and just before uh, just before leaving the house today, I finished restringing it. And uh, I didn't have time to tune it, but it is up to approximate tension. And it was holding just fine. So we'll see when you get home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very scared. <laughs> Honestly, you have no idea right now. Look. Because <sighs> this is, there's only two avenues out of this. Either mm-hmm. I did it right and the repair is fine and it's going to hold and I have an SG again. Yeah. Or I've done it wrong and they got to get in touch with Robbie and have I got to go undo. to another guy yeah. and pay him <laughs> way more to undo and then refix. Yeah. What I, yeah. Um, But I'm hoping I got it right, mostly because this guitar is not a guitar. I've never mistreated this guitar, but Mm -hmm. it is not a guitar I went out of my way to baby ever. It did a lot of tours with me. Uh, It worked. It was a tool, man. It was a workhorse. And so it's got a lot of minor little dings and, and, you know, just rub marks and stuff. And it's, it's, you know, it's it's not thrashed by any means. But it's definitely like I didn't want it. I don't want to hide the scars on this thing. Mm. And same with the headstock mm-hmm. repair. So I'm not, I'm not sanding down the edges of the crack. I'm not going to refinish it. Uh, I'm going to leave it. Yeah. I nice. might. Uh, I might do. Just a touch of like a, a light oil sponging or something, and then wipe that away, just so that the wood that may, might sealed, still be exposed yeah. might you know might get sealed now. But that's about it. So. Theoretically, I have an SG again. Um, <laughs> if I go home and the headstock's broken, uh, then I, I don't know. Ritual sepulchre. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if you get home and it's broken, it's not so much work to undo what you did. 
It is actually. It would be they I think um if it breaks again, it's gonna it's gonna peel up wood from one side or the other. Yeah. Uh I think if it breaks again, it's gonna be like some poor dude, probably our local luthier extraordinaire Rob. Yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna have to like go in, cut out a chunk, cut a chunk of mahogany, fit it in there, and then glue the whole thing. It's gonna be He's not gonna like it. <laughs> You're not gonna like the bill. <laughs> what, you know, I will. I won't like the bill. That'll be like a six hundred dollar bill. Yeah. <sighs> oh well. I think you I, did great. I'm sure it's fine. You're overthinking it. I probably am. Yeah. Yeah. But. yeah. That's why I've never. I've always been. I mean, I give you a huge problem. I have never any type of guitar repair. Like I've always been afraid that like nope. I'm gonna mess this up. I'd rather go to. Somebody who knows, like, so big props <laughs> to you for actually like attempting that because I would see that I, I saw you post that photo. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> would not, that would not be me. And then when I saw you repairing it, I was like, man, like, even if like I I don't know anything about that, so I would just be like, I'm gonna hand this over to a professional to to do these things. I I uh, I liked this one was nervous because this of all the guitars that I I own. This is probably the one that is the very most like that's my baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, even even my acoustic that bless her heart is stolen and long gone now. Uh, that I did all my like international touring and stuff with and and wore the hole in the top. Mm-hmm. Um, even that one I didn't quite feel as attached to as I do this one, mm. which is saying a lot because I was pretty attached to that acoustic. So, I, yeah, I think that's where all the fear came from. If this would have been any of the other Gibsons I've owned, which has been a lot of Gibsons, uh, I don't think I would have been nearly as scared. Yeah. It would have just been like, I don't know. I, I'm not sure I would have been nervous, but I wouldn't have been quite as hesitant. Like, if it, uh, if it would have been one of the SG Studios I had or something, like, it would have just been like... It took you a year. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, I know. More than a year <laughs> to actually, okay, I'm going to do it then. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, my biggest regret in the whole thing is that I don't have a cool story behind it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, well, um, so I set up my gear, and uh, everything was perfect, and then I went and ate food, and I came back, and my guitar was broken. Good story. Yeah, Good I story. know, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, Good story. Good um, <laughs> yeah, man, so somebody spiked my uh, my drink while I was on stage. and I, They like, fell on it. You know, I did this, like, Jackie Chan flip thing off the bass bin, and... <laughs> So somebody was getting assaulted in the pit, so I took my guitar and I wanged him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 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 nothing, nothing like that. Uh, no. Um, speaking of taking it into a luthier, actually, mm-hmm. I was playing uh, my '60s pan the other day and plugged in the jack, was playing all day, and then everything went dead. Law totally lost signal, and I think it's because the jack is loose, and I kind of. Jimmy the the nut back tight again and ended and I think I twisted the jack around inside. That you can you had a soldering iron right over there, man. Bro, I can't get it out of the hollow body. Oh don't, no! Don't even look at me. If only the good Lord had blessed us with these tweezer-like tools. <laughs> what would you call them? Something long that grips and could be used to ply things out of other things. I don't know. Ashley, well, you know you what? Let's, let's see how I'm, your I'm headstock a... repair goes. And maybe if that holds up, I'll let you do it. <laughs> no, I was just bummed because I, I don't want to open the guitar. I really don't. Well, I don't want you to open the guitar either. It's a sealed hollow body. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen casper has flipped me the bird (laughs) and you deserved it i don't know what you're talking about so yeah i don't i don't mind working on like my aria pro and like redoing all the wiring and all that stuff that was that was fun i did hesitate to get started on it but once i was doing it it was fun um but i don't know i just don't want to uh, not be able to get the jack tight again and and all that stuff i did end up um, I, d- I did end up getting it to work again by untwisting the the jack. I, I make a face because it's like yeah, I don't know okay, what. Well, I'm looking at this thing now. Yeah. What is the? Oh, what have you I've done? Got my bass strap caught. Whoa! On your guitar. Easy bar. there. Oh, it doesn't even have a. Doesn't it even was, have an input jack. It doesn't uh, have a jack plate or anything, plate. right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Welcome to 1960s Matsumoku. I'm so tempted to just unscrew this. I hate just... you. Don't even, don't. That's <laughs> <laughs> just what you have to do. I know that, but I might just take it to Rob and get him to do it. <laughs> you are not. I you am. Are, you are a grown adult. Shut you up. You can resolder two cables. You just rebuilt a guitar. I know. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> Casper, don't embarrass the podcast. Hey, listen. <laughs> when, you know what we'll talk later you can just you can just stop right now this is literally what the, this yeah, is what we do we talk I that's know. what the show is no man i don't want to take the i fear i won't be able to get the jack back in the hole i don't have the tools to do that you got pipe cleaners no you i don't string i don't maybe fishing line that works okay that'll work well um yeah i don't know we'll see it's just I can't get the jack that's in there tight, so I don't know how I'm going to take it out, fix it, and then put it back in and get it tight. Oh, we can do this. We All can right. do this. <laughs> He's looking at me like, I hate you, and we can't do this. I'm <laughs> sending my guitar to Rob. <laughs> See, if I send it to Rob, and then he can go over the whole thing and make sure it's done right. Okay, if you're going to get this yeah. guitar like gone over from top to bottom. That's the idea, because right. I want to get the nut replaced, and I want to get the tuners replaced, and like... There's a bunch of work to do to that guitar that I would rather have Rob do. Are you going to get a refret? Maybe. I don't know. Don't get a nut job if you're not going to get a refret done on this thing. It's from the 60s. We'll, we'll see. It's like playing a fretless. It's it's comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Every note blends into five others. <sighs> Anyways. You love it, too. I do love these things. But mm-hmm. I, this is what I said. Exactly the same thing I said about mine. Yeah. It was like, to get it to where I wanted to be, I needed to either commit to loving it exactly as it was, or I was going to spend a buttload to, like, right. get so, it I mean, put to tippy top. That yeah. needs new tuners. Yeah. The G tuner is completely toast. It's really bad. Yeah. The nut sticks out on either side of the neck yes, by, like, this a is 16th not the of an inch. No, it's like a 16th of an inch on either side. It's bad. Um, yeah. The, I mean, the bridge is totally um, bottomed. Like at the lowest it can possibly go, and it's it's playable, but it's not where I'd like it to be. The action's still too high. Uh, it's all kinds of stuff like that. You know, I'd love to install a neck shim, love to redo the nut. I don't know about doing a fret job that scares the living daylights out of me. Um, well, I don't know. It's 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 easy. It's <laughs> no, honestly, I would feel better about yeah. doing a fret job than I would about a headstock repair. So if I understand correctly, you heat the fret until it slides out of the wood. Uh. 
not well, I don't know if I'd say slide. You still have to pull it out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah but you heat it so that it yeah, kind of becomes malleable and soldering iron up to it. And and nope, it's, it's a very careful process. And I wouldn't do it. <laughs> so I, I'm yes, with Asher going yeah. nope. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yep. you're, like, you, I, as soon as you said that, I was like, nope, not going to try that. No, okay, I okay. That. I'm I mean, not. Okay. If you don't feel comfortable doing that kind of repair, you should not. But I think the work should be done. Yeah, but I don't know that I want to like replace those with like bigger, you know, like like bigger frets. I don't know. I don't. I don't see why they need to be changed. Why do they need to be changed out? What? Because there's why? dents in them. You're they're dents in you. There's going to be pretty quick. It's <laughs> not enough. <laughs> there's dents in them. And there's not enough material to do a, a level and crown and polish. Like okay. Well, maybe I'll get in touch with Rob because yeah. he's a professional. Okay. I'm not saying I want to do your guitar's fret job. No, you won't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, There's yeah. going to be a couple dented but, heads here. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, but I think that guitar needs th- these little things. This like, you know, like a neck shim and it needs, definitely needs new tuners. What Trying to find like a good set of like Clusens or something for it that are going to fit it, that are nice. Yeah, I don't know. You look at me like I'm from Mars because I want to put a bunch of really expensive stuff on a no, 60 that, student I, guitar. But no, if you love the guitar, do I the do. work. I do. Make it's it a great guitar. It can be a great guitar. Yeah. The The downside of these 60s Japanese import guitars is the fact that they were only taken 60% of the way. Yeah. And if you want to take them the other 40% of the way, then they're great. Yeah. Okay. But either that takes a lot of time and work or it takes a little bit of money. All depends on how much you love the guitar. So, yeah, that's where we're at. All right, I love it. Cool, I love it. We don't have a plan this week, folks. By the way, just yeah, no, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> just kind of, just kind of hanging out. I, I, I was supposed to come up with a plan, and then I didn't, and then, uh, well, just didn't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I, I got a question for you guys. Yeah, if anyone see, Kevin digging into a little bit of the culture guitarist vault here on things, but uh, you guys see the new Lauren Audio Mustang? That he's, uh, the <gasps> oh, V2. Oh, my God. Man. Yes. So okay, so we we are James? friends with James. and <laughs> James sent us the artwork like three or four weeks ago. Oh, and so we've been biting our, biting our tongues just like, oh, my gosh, it's going to look so good. <laughs> but seeing it like actually on the pedal and like in its finished form is just like, Oh, kill me now. I'm selling stuff to not mm-hmm. require too much pedals, and I want to buy another pedal. Yeah, it's... Oh. oh. Yeah, that thing is I am so hot. close to committing to a beep here, but it is beep hot. I love that thing, man. It looks so good. You didn't good. even swear. I Why know. Why wouldn't you just put... Because I don't want to have to do the work of actually beeping it later. <laughs> Save yourself editing later. <laughs> it, it's It's... Damn. It's so good. You have touch pads that insert samples for you. You know how much work beep on there? There's not a beep on there, and the beep. Shut up! I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, so because like, he's running that. He's uh, like depending on where this airs, but he was or is currently running that um, raffle or for that black is gold. It is pedal, over. Right? It is it over. Is over it's, yeah. it's over. Yeah. Oh, so Named uh, it was I think four winners of that, and uh, it was the the Mustang or the gold. Uh, he had a gold pedal too, and There's then some cables and cables, Mustang. the Mustang, yeah. and then uh, he's he also added in a a fuzz circuit of your choice in a one-off fancy box, uh, like the uh. in the Gorva Designs G sixty five. I'm making this up, but yeah, some some <laughs> Gorva Designs box that's really 
really pimpy. So, nice. Um, yeah, super congratulations to all those people that won all that cool stuff. Yeah, um, like I sent him a message. I was like, I'll wait till the raffle's over to see, <laughs> see if it. I'm like, uh, if I don't win, uh, that Mustang will be in my shopping cart soon. So it looks like <laughs> I uh, need to uh, yeah. get on their website. Oh, and uh, I know, so good. Oh. And the so the artwork between like we've got a a Spitfire here, and it's mm-hmm. it's incredible. It's, yeah, its artwork is it's, it's incredible. And then the Corsair is actually really high on my in my shopping cart too. I'm genuinely surprised you don't have one yet. Yeah, I know. I just committed to a four thousand dollar guitar. I think so. I know, but um, you've got a Fop Star pedal that you've used twice. And you don't I love it. that thing. That's really cool. I it just doesn't fit on my board yet. I don't even know. So like, there's <laughs> listen. <laughs> The Corsair is really, really high. I really kind of want one of those, but now the it's a toss-up. Yeah. Mustang, the, Corsair, the, they're just, all three artworks are phenomenal. I know the circuits uh, sound amazing. I've listened to all the reviews um, of the new Mustang that dropped, was it today or yesterday? Uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday, I think. Yesterday. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yesterday, as of us recording this. Yeah, so a week and a day. Awake in a day. But either way. Yeah, yeah. But, I can I can say now that tomorrow's uh, well, it doesn't matter. You're not going to hear this in time, so tomorrow's nope. <laughs> episode is is low sounds. Yeah, so that's going to be. Oh, fun. cool! I, I uh, love I love their stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Aisha's work is so cool. Yeah, so cool. yeah, very cool. Yeah. And super cool human, like great, yeah. fun to talk to. She was yeah, a blast. She was awesome. Yeah. Um, but no, James James is a super rad dude, and every time he puts out something, I love his like dedication to like he's like one of those old kung fu masters from like the movies in the 70s where like some dude just goes and lives on a mountain and dedicates himself to being like the ultimate eagle claw technique guru Mm -hmm. and just (laughs) just his whole life is dedicated to that fighting form yeah james is that but for overdrive yeah like that's (laughs) that's what he's doing and killing it Mm -hmm. yeah for sure it's I've talked to him a few times since I heard him on your podcast and you know via Instagram or whatever and yeah I totally agree his his dedication to what he's doing is insanity and my I like what he's got going on and the Mustang just looks I dream of it it looks a be- it's it's just beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's that beautiful. horse looks insane yeah oh. oh like if you if you wandered through the woods and came across a horse that looked anything like that you'd be like I'm out yeah. Uh, Later, clearly death is around here somewhere, and he left his horse here while he goes to kill someone. I gotta go. Oh, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful stuff. Yeah, and I think uh, you know if you're if you're dear listeners, if you haven't checked out Lauren Audio, which is uh, James's company, that's who we're talking about. Um, you really need to go and check out what they do because it is just cool stuff. Uh, I would. I. What do you think? The grand. The the, the Spitfire is kind of like a greatest hits collection in of, a box of Lauren Audio stuff. You know, uh, it's it's it kind of touches on a big swath of turf. Uh, oh, um, like all the different. All yeah, the different yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? But yes, I see what you're getting at this, now. This pedal did no. was just one we we enjoyed the heck out of getting a chance to review it and mm-hmm. and that he let us keep it. Thank you, James. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's actually uh, a super guy. He's, like, yeah, uh, yeah. It was, I was kind of shocked that he did that. Actually, James, James was the beginning of a long trend in this show, where we realized that almost every guest we talk to is going to be 
way smarter than us. <laughs> like, way smarter than us. Like, yeah. Oh, you were the child of rocket engineers. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, your grandpa worked for NASA? Oh, no. My, my parents were farmers who didn't have yeah. plumbing when they were younger. <laughs> Slightly less education running through my family. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. And who was it that did the... Uh, was it Hank? Was it Hank from Rattlesnake that did like the the junk robots or whatever? Yep. That yep. Was, junk bots. Yeah, yep. Junk bots. Yep. Literally taking like just random components of VCRs and just yeah, I'm making a literal functional robot out of this. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't program the clock on those VCRs. That you're, <laughs> you're you're a, you're a twelve o'clock fra- flasher you're building robots out of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to know how many apps on my phone need updating right now? (laughs) All the apps. 28. 28 apps. I don't even think I have 28 apps on my phone. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Speaking of Lauren Audio, he's messaging me on Instagram, which I'm not going to look at right now because we're recording a show. His ears were burning. Hi, James. Hey, James. (laughs) Oh, no. It's getting it's getting meta. <laughs> <laughs> so, Asher, yeah. how, here's a question for you that I think you know not, doesn't get talked about enough in the guitar culture zeitgeist. How did you convince your wife to let you drill so many holes in the wall and hang all of your guitars? <laughs> that is a great uh, question. Everybody, get your notepads out. <laughs> so. I've learned this thing in all my years of training and having to train people is um, you have to come up with a, a what's in it for them. Mm. And so uh, <laughs> basically what I said was, hey, all these things that take up space on the floor and all over the place, if we just hang them on the wall and I install some shelves, we're going to have a fully functioning room that we can actually walk into without stepping over guitars and pedals and cables and all these other things. Wait a minute. Which, <laughs> which was, you know, light bulb moment. And, uh, yeah, so I did. I got to drill way too many holes in that wall to hang all those guitars. <laughs> so literally you made it like her idea. It's right. Ah. That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> so glad you thought of it. You're going to have to edit this out because if she hears it. <laughs> I'm, okay. Uh, I'm okay. Secret's out. <laughs> Secret is out. I, I am um, banking on that she's a little like your wife and doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Okay. My, any, any podcast that I am on or that I have been on, she listens to consist like there'll be mornings that like a, a podcast of mine is coming. Cause I don't, I'll, I'll listen, I'll listen to bits and pieces of podcasts that I've been on. And then I listen to episodes before and after, you know, those, like I still, you were on other shows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, no, not, not at all. Um, but she will still listen to them. And so that, like every once in a while I'll come out in the morning and I'm like, why like are Alan Casper like I'll hear you guys talking and like she's like oh yeah I'm listening to this episode or or I'll hear or like she'll listen to the one that I've been on I'm like who is that person talking she's like that's you and I'm like oh all right he sounds handsome (laughs) 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 who is that handsome man that you hear on that that show there 
Um, but so she does listen to the episodes. So uh, yeah, edit that out if you could. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be great. <laughs> so these uh, heavy yeah. HD cables. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. The last hour. Yeah. God. My just wife. Uh, no, I've actually <laughs> tried to get my wife to listen to like when we were just before we launched the show. We had a bunch of episodes recorded yeah. ahead of time. <laughs> Honey, and can you like, listen to can these? Just please help me out here. Listen, I'm trying to listen to them on the way home with her, like on our hour drive. Like, yeah, just listen to these with me. I just want your opinions on. And she's just like, yeah, sounds great. I, I listen to you talk a lot. Can we listen to something else? <laughs> Damn. <sighs> she comes to it like she's been to a lot of my shows and on, on tours and stuff, and she's heard me talk a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, a lot. And I don't blame her one bit for just being like, just shut up. <laughs> she wanted to be. She's never actually done that. But she, I, if she did, I'd be like, I get it. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> no, my wife... Sarah has been the like she is the the foundation of this company. I like anything that happens on the back end that is that is all her. So she can listen to all the podcasts, give me she gives critique on every episode. <laughs> so like you forgot to you forgot to mention this and so I do get speaking notes. Um on, like, make sure if you're talking about this you bring up this topic. So, you know. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh speaking of um of the business and 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 stuff you are now full time at this. I am full time at this. Uh, yeah, at Last full time. Last time we talked to you this. was the part time gig, but this is like wow. a gig now. Yeah, part of it was you know not by choice. I mean, COVID has been fantastic for some of us with jobs. <laughs> um, Super duper. How's that T one twenty I used to own? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's been good and. And the cough on the Caulfield cable side. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> oh, I know I'm not laughing at you, Alex. Shut, <laughs> shut my mic off so I can have a little cry, please. <sighs> um. Yeah. So COVID's been good in some areas, but then like my other my full time job that I was doing before this, um, I got laid off. You know, permanently from that. Um. So it was just having as you know, Caulfield was taking off and my other job was coming to an end. So it just seemed like a natural fit and things were taken off to, or at that right junction point that, all right, I got the, I got the time and, you know, just, it's giving me more time to actually like focus on more things that I've always put in like, okay, well, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to look at this in like November, December, January, all these different things to be able to, to offer cable wise. Cause we all know cables go way beyond just what plugs in your instrument. There's so many other things that we can do with cables. Um, and so it's, it's given me time to, to experiment with that and talk to other players that are out there that are looking for certain things, um, you know, whether it be MIDI cables and setting up MIDI boards and all that other stuff. That's been kind of fun to experiment with and get ready to, to go full time if I've let a little bit of a cat out of the bag there. You know, more little things just one-stop shop. Why go somewhere else? You can buy it all from Caulfield Cables eventually. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I know some. Uh, uh, I know some musicians. One recently out of work himself, who has a talent for writing uh, jingles. <laughs> you know, a brand that needs a jingle. I know some a advertising space for sale as well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And for 50 bucks, there's not much I won't do personally. So. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, 
You know what's crazy though? It's like when when I first was on your show, and it seemed, it wasn't that long ago, but it was a few months ago. It's like we were talking about COVID, like it was, like all right. It seems like we're kind of at the end of this thing. Like things are kind of starting to get about back. COVID to, back then, we were talking about COVID back then, and how we were just getting. You know, we're excited for things to kind of come back to whatever normal may be. Oh yeah, that and was here, April. Wow. Yeah, and here we are in September. Like. When the heck is this thing gonna end? Well, that's like, what, I mean, I, who like, knows? Yeah, I don't think it does end. Like, no, I, I don't. don't go away. We we just nope. You know, I and and <laughs> this is I'm gonna just be clear. These are my personal opinions, personal opinions. So please don't give the show flack. Give me flack. But I think there's a lot of people that are not taking certain precautions seriously, mm-hmm. and they're not considering. The longer we don't take some of these precautions seriously, the longer we have to be in a certain set of ridiculous circumstances. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go way overboard, but yeah, it's, I think we're, I don't know if we're going to get back to normal. I don't think normal exists after this. I think what we get back to is new. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're learning from this is, is that, you know, Woodstock level crowds present a certain health risk. And mm-hmm. there should be some responsibility on everybody's part to, okay, well, let's make the show experience better for everyone and healthier for everyone. Um, and same with, like, our work environments. You know, there are a lot of jobs that are being done from home now. Mm-hmm. And that is actually, I think, of a lot of benefit for a lot of people. You know, they don't have to hire babysitters or they don't have to do their commute or work in uncomfortable conditions or work around their coworkers that are sick. You know, there's, there's some positives. There's obviously some negatives. Like it's more or less destroyed the art scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. Um, but I don't think we go back to normal. That's what I'm taking away no. from this. That's my opinion. That's, that's where I'm getting no. at. It's just, there's no normal. I think there's new no. new. I don't think you're far off. Yeah. I think no. the people of the world can probably, you know, find some truth in that no matter what. Yeah. And if you and if you think otherwise, you might be a little behind the curve, actually. <laughs> you know, because you mentioned like you know Woodstock level crowds. I mean, I always remember like people talking about Nam, right? Because we all know Nam's canceled going forward. You know, next year they're not going to be a winter Nam or anything. And everyone would always talk about like getting Nam thrax, right? You always walked away from Nam getting some sort of sickness, oh, yeah. and we just thought that that was like all right. But now you throw in this, th- you know, throwing COVID that can kill people from it and you're like oh we really maybe it's not a good idea to be going to these like hundred thousand crowds getting sick yeah there's better ways there's better ways we got to adapt our ways to be better Mm. this way because as a touring guy i can sure tell you i have never come back from a tour and didn't have like a week of just feeling like crap Mm -hmm. because i shook a bazillion people's hands i slept in strange places i you know it was like Every music festival I ever played, I had a cold the next day. And it's just, that's the way it is. <laughs> and, yep. You know, Namthrax is real. It, it, how, I hate how, to coin how could, that phrase, but yeah. Well, but how can it not yep, be, yeah. right? You know, like, yep. let's, we're all guys here, and we've all shared men's rooms. How mm. many times, as you're in the stall by yourself, how many times have you been in there? And this is a weird thing to be talking about on the guitar podcast, but whatever. <laughs> but how many times have you been in a, res- a restroom stall and heard any number of guys 
come in, use the urinal, leave. Yep. No hand washing at all. <laughs> and it's just like, if that's happening and you go to somewhere like Nam or mm. Coachella or wherever. Yeah. And, you know, yep. you're in proximity, how many people's junk are you, you know, touching secondhand? Wow. <laughs> Thank you for that image. That's what it is, man. I get it. Yeah. 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 So now imagine you have a cold or something worse like COVID-19. How how much do you trust the people around you to wash their hands properly? Yeah. (laughs) I trust myself. That's as far as I can go. Yeah. Everybody else is like, I don't know. I hope they do, but I'm not, you know, I'm not overseeing their hand washing. No. And it, it still goes on. It's you'd think with all of this that's going on, you'd think people would change their habits. But even when you go in now, like when I take the girl, my girls out to go to Target or whatever, and it's just me, so we have to use you know the men's men's restroom or whatever. And if they go in to use the the stall, like how many times am I in there? You hear people come in, they don't wash their, they use the restroom, they don't wash their hands. I'm like, and now you're out in. Now you're out back in public. You're out in Target. And even then, that's a lot of people crammed in there. And it's just like, why aren't you taking this seriously? I don't yeah. get I don't get why just some a, people on just... On a basic level, right? Like, we don't need to yeah. be walking around in bubble suits, but, like, wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's... I don't know. That, that kind of stuff just freaks me out a little bit. Yep. Yeah. No, but I share your opinions, Al. It's the same thing, uh, you know. And where I live, it's very, um, it's a lot of, you know, you're not going to tell me what to do kind of kind of things. And again, my opinions. So you can t- come after me on these things. But um, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And, you know, our county is still on a watch list because no one's taking it seriously. You still have large gatherings. You have people getting together. And they just think it's, a, a lot of people in my area think it's just, phony fake whatever mm-hmm. no big deal and it's it's really disheartening i you know look, i think the way to look at it is like because a lot of the i do what i want it's my vacation type folks mm-hmm. um we we see those quite a few around here because we're in a kind of a vacation area um but i i think the way to put it to them because I, what i hear a lot is like it's only it only kills like one percent of the people or it only you know it's like all right if you gave me a gun with a hundred round capacity that I couldn't see. It's just a box of what looks like a box of ammunition. And you said, one in a hundred clicks is going to fire. Let's play Russian roulette. I would not play. <laughs> no. Because yeah. the winning, because this in this game of Russian roulette, it's not you pull the trigger, you live, here's $50,000. It's you pull the trigger, you live, and just, oh, okay, you're still here. Next pull. Like, <laughs> when yep. you could just not play <laughs> and yep. still get the same result. That's that's how I try and look at this thing. Whereas, like, hand-washing, it's like, now I'm taking that game of Russian roulette, and it's one in a thousand because I'm washing my hands. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have to be hard, but it doesn't. I don't think we can be. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting on yep. ten, uh, here on the COVID-19 <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, guitars. And, oh, gosh. Uh, that's probably and... a thing, isn't it? Oh, probably. Oh, I Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh simple dear. scroll through oh iTunes dear. or Spotify. I'm not doing it. I don't want to. I don't want to know. Humanity has disappointed me enough. 
And I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, okay. So, man, we I really, I took us on a lot of tangents here. <sighs> there was a loose debate about talking about brands that uh, kind of don't, focus on their own identity and focus on kind of being just a quality brand that builds a lot of other brands like court to that kind of thing in today's episode. But, uh, we are, did we talk about any of that? No, we didn't. We no, all over we did map. not. Yeah. No, no. It's like, wait, <laughs> so, what? And, like, bro, uh, we didn't talk what, about any of that. What's the time right now? We're, uh, yeah, we're over. We're over time. It's already. all good. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen this episode folks, but <laughs> <laughs> we're going to dig into that <laughs> another time, a future episode. And that'll be real fun. But no, Asher, man, I okay. I've been I've really enjoyed that. You know, you you're a guest that we made pretty good friends with, and we stay in pretty regular contact. And, yep. And I've I've really enjoyed that. And so I, you know, I, I it's not like I can say I've really missed chatting with you, but I can say I'm really glad you're back on the show, man. Yeah. And thank you for awesome. coming. Uh, no, I I agree with you guys. I've I, I echo all of those opinions. I'm glad to be back on and and chat with the guys. Just hang out. So. Yeah, no, man, you're you're an epic dude, and uh, as a guy who hosts a podcast with a mediocre dude all the time, uh, it's really nice to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you should really be kinder to yourself. Oh! <laughs> and he comes back swinging, all right. <laughs> well, since it was me that really took us down this path, before we go... My Uncle Al moment, which I've had far fewer of in the last couple months, for mm. sure. I will say this, oh dear listeners, whether you are scared by current events, not scared, don't like being told what to do, like having a bunch of information telling you what to do, whatever your thoughts are, I think we can all agree it is not too much to be kind to each other and we can we can do that and we can give each other the space and the courtesy to feel comfortable and to feel safe and to acknowledge that we might have different beliefs about what's going on but really human kindness doesn't have an expiration date and doesn't have a going out of style point so in the words of the wild stallions. <laughs> Be excellent to each other. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No. The third one? No, I but I wa- I I bought both of the the originals. Oh man, <laughs> I I don't care what anybody says. The it's, it got a little bit torn up in some reviews, which I think is really silly. I think the third yeah. one is great. <laughs> I think it fits in well with the trilogy. The magic is there. And they kind of like hand it off to the next generation to enjoy in a great yeah. way. I don't want to say any spoilers. No, I, I got all my kids I have, to watch I haven't them. seen it yet. <laughs> it's, I, I was, the very first day it was out, I rented it on Apple because I was just, I, if I, if I could have gone to the theater and watched it, I would have because a, yeah. a Bill and Ted movie coming out in like brand 2020 new. oh my god i know i was just yeah. yeah yeah i mean we heard about this coming out like what a year and a half two years ago almost it's been uh i've, well, I've been it's kind been of following the rumors for uh, at least a decade and then the actual confirmed news came out i think three or four years ago yeah so it was like it was yep like, yeah. yep i'm in <laughs> oh, and so and 
watching them all again was like, wow, like this is something else. <laughs> like, some of it has not aged well. No, some of it hasn't. But the rest of it, once because I watched it alone, to like just to watch it because you know it's Bill and Ted, and then I got my kids to watch it, so I rewatched it a second time <laughs> recently. So I've seen it twice recently, both Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey, and both of them. By the second time, I'm like, guys, come on, like yeah, you got to watch it. So what do you good. think? Come on, like this right here. <laughs> it was so great. So the thing, you ever? I found those are movies I quote constantly, and I was finding in the last decade that it was my quote recognition was really nosediving. Like yeah. people were not like uh, the one I got that I do the most anytime I'm eating ice cream with people, Ziggy, Piggy, Ziggy, Piggy. <laughs> no one, nope. no one ever got it. Yep. And I'm kind of hoping now that there's a new Bill and Ted that people are going to be rewatching the old ones. Yeah. It's going to be like, this is my time. <laughs> I am relevant <laughs> and cool again. I know this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I am not relevant or cool, nor is it likely to happen again in my lifetime. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to yeah. derail your no, Uncle Al moment, No, you didn't dude. derail yeah. it. No, we're leaving that on a great note. Yeah. So, in short, folks, be kind to each other. Be excellent to each other. Watch the Bill and Ted trilogy. That's just good life advice. Yeah. Period. <laughs> and uh, listen to the show. Listen to the next week's episode. We'll see you again in a week. We won't see you. You'll, you'll hear us. We won't hear you. Maybe we'll hear you. Goodbye, everyone. We'll read your comments on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everyone. San Dimas High School football rules.